uh, sorry, I'm a minute late. My computer was shit in the bed. I think it wants to prevent the heavy metal consciousness from being spread <laughs> into the universe. I think the government, after last week's episode, after I got political for the first time in my life, I think they tapped. <laughs> that, that'll happen. Dude <clears throat> Smith, what up, bro? How are you? I'm good. I had to relocate down to the future grow bunker. So I didn't wake my wife up about the future grow bunker. (laughs) Yeah, that looks pretty sweet. Uh, Now, my wife runs my wife runs a uh, a plant company online. And so these are all uh, start here. And this is our little tropical uh, grow room that we we made in the basement to control humidity and, and all that. Stable. How is my internet? It's, it's pretty bad, to be honest. Is it pretty bad? It's pretty bad. I was like, I, if whatever those plants are must be a lot of fun. Or that's bad <laughs> internet. It's one or the other. No, it's okay. uh, are you all right? I might. Let me try a different room. <laughs> See if that helps. <laughs> We're going for a walk. I still we just get a whole tour this room, morning. Yeah, the basement, plants. <laughs> That's really sweet. Send me the information about your wife's plant company. Yeah, for sure. I'm a big plant guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Australia, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, dude. Thanks for making it out, man. It means a lot. All good. How's your week been? Uh, Busy, as usual. You still still chefing up? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's slowly picking up a little bit now. Are all your restaurants and stuff open in Australia? Um, some are. Most of them closed down, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're good, man. I'm glad you're working. That's that's what's important. Yeah, man. How you been? Good, brother. Busy, busy too, man. You know, yeah. lifting that army shift doesn't drive its full. You know I mean? How you been, Andy? All right. Mandy, I did a we did a podcast with uh, Bonnie at Bright and Fit yesterday for uh, to promote her uh, training and stuff, and we talked. Oh, did you? Sweet. Got a shout out, so be on the lookout for that. Oh, cool. (laughs) I may may or may not point you the white girl version of Bruce Lee with a mohawk. (laughs) That's all you get to know. I will totally take that. Yeah, definitely you should. So, uh, you <laughs> That's awesome. Well the, well, the gang's here. Joe, you look good, man. You, you hey, thanks. Cool. Yeah, it's, sta- it's stabilized. We're okay, good. good. Good, man. But yeah, send, send over the info about the uh, plant company because that's, that's important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's kind of like for early on, like uh, she's been doing it for about a year now, but kind of focusing on selling hard to find and tropicals and things like that it's amazing how much money people will spend on a plant oh <laughs> yeah well, tell, tell me about it i spent a lot of money on plants in my day gotcha <laughs> yeah it's crazy i wish i had it all back trust me but that's cool you guys are doing the right thing those are the right kind of plants you guys are here thank you so much the gang's all here except for mikey we miss mikey but that's all right he's apparently he had to work so shout out to Mikey, the warlord doing things in life instead of wasting time with me here but you guys are where it's at so thank you for being here i love you all you know the drill um 
if you want to add anything, interject when I'm doing the thing, just add it, just hit up, hit up the chat and I will I'll read that. I'll, I'll do my best. I'm multitasking. You got me on my first cup of coffee this morning, so it's going to get weird, you know, you know, when it's <laughs> kind of out on your first cup, the second cup's usually stable. This is, I was doing too much this morning to have but one cup, but cheers. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind muting yourselves, we'll get down to business. And like I said, hit the uh, hit the chat with anything. I'm excited to talk to you today. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here. This is round four of the Sabbath Sunday podcast, which is awesome. And for those of you listening that are new, I know we got new members in the Lifting Dead Army. Um, we do this every week. The loyal, faithful warriors here right now with me, Joe, Mohawk, Mandy, Adam, all the way from Australia. It's like one or two in the morning or whatever it is in Australia. And he's here live on Zoom. So you have no excuse that I'll accept for not being here. Anybody out there in the nether realm just listening. So Adam, gold star to you again. But we do this every week. We talk Black Sabbath. We talk health and wellness, well-being, weird stuff. Nothing's off limits. It's real church. Show up naked. Show up in your underwear. Sin all you want. We're not going to kick you out. And uh, it doesn't cost any money either. So there you go. We love you. The Church of Death Comes Lifting is here for you. And the Lifting Dead Army is growing steadily. We got like four new members this week. So I attribute that all not to me. I attribute that all to you guys repping hard. And we totally appreciate it. It doesn't go unnoticed. All your posts, all your hard work, all your workouts that you're killing, especially you, Joe Smith. I'm looking at you, man. You're kicking ass on this new... Uh, body weight program we're doing man that's awesome i'm so glad oh hello to joe's cat ripley is ripley named after ripley from alien i hope so yes yeah i knew that i i knew, i figured i shouldn't even waste time asking that question so sweet thanks joe thanks everybody um if you're interested in the mental combat program that joe smith is currently kicking ass on you can check his instagram story out it's helping me, it's helping him, it's helping everybody involved. It's mental health, meditation, yoga, but it's also a body weight strength and conditioning plan with uh, martial arts. We're learning how to do some pistol squats that uh, Mohawk Mandy has already beat me to my goal of, and that's okay. You know, I'm not gonna hold any sort of jealousy or weird, weird feelings toward that in any way whatsoever. It's totally fine, you're sweet, keep it up. I'm coming for you with the pistol squads. That that's how I am. I now the fire is lit. So thank you for doing that. And uh, I don't know. Next week maybe I'll post a picture of me breaking my knee trying to do a pistol squad out of anger. So thanks. We got our goals. We're helping each other reach our goals, and that's what we do. We're all here for each other in the Lifting Dead Army. So if you're new, welcome. If you're listening and thinking about signing up. Try the cheap membership, try $6.66, and then you may be reeled in to the Warlord or Emperor tier, but it's low cost. You get a free glow-in-the-dark pin with it, so it basically is like three bucks to join, and you can spend more than that at Starbucks without even batting an eyelash or on a beer or something. Way less cool and will serve you way less than the Lifting Dead Army. But anyway, in any case, we got new shit coming out. We got new programs coming out all the time. So thanks for supporting that. And if you're interested, like I said, it's linked in this podcast. It's linked everywhere. 
there's links. There's just there's just links. The internet is just we're spider webbing everywhere. So thank you. And before we dive into any more fitness or anything crazy, we are gathered here as always to talk about Black Sabbath. And as you know, we have been on this journey for a while now. We started with the first studio record, and then we went all the way through live records. And then we just did one cycle of all the band solo records. So we started, I think, with Bill Ward, the drummer. We got Geezer Butler. We got Tony Iommi, the guitar player. Obviously, if you don't know that, stop watching this podcast right now. Go listen to Black Sabbath and learn about Tony Iommi. And this, we just finished up last week with Ozzy, Blizzard of Oz. And that got crazy. So instead of going through another cycle of solo albums, I decided today that we're starting over. We're going all the way back to the beginning, the creation, the invention of heavy metal with Black Sabbath's first record entitled Black Sabbath, their hit song, Black Sabbath. They got really creative in 1970 and they invented a genre. So we are starting with the first record and we're going to take this journey all over again. So next week we'll be paranoid, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're starting with number one and we will take this full journey with everybody. All these podcasts are made public now. When we first started doing this, it was only for patrons. Now it's for everybody, but only patrons can be involved in the Church of Iron Worship. So that is incentive for you guys to get your ass over here because we want you. We want to talk to you. This is a fun time. It's a fun community. And we get to take this discography journey again, which I'm super excited about, especially now because the first six to eight records are my absolute favorite. And I think everybody pretty much agrees that they're, they're the best or the holy grail. It's literally the invention of heavy rock, heavy music, heavy metal. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you don't know the backstory, like I said, you probably aren't listening to this podcast, but just in case you don't, I'm going to fill you in a little bit. So bear with me on the black story, the black story, the backstory of Black Sabbath, but we can call it the black story because that's cool. Um, they're from Birmingham, England, industrial town, much like where I imagine I am in Pittsburgh, grimy, you know, blue collar, just a place that heavy metal should have been invented and it was their destiny and they did. They started as more of a blues-based rock band called Earth, kind of hippie If you look up the, um, maybe we can do a podcast on that sometime too. If you Google or YouTube Earth, like their early demo recordings, it sounds like hippie rock, Black Sabbath, which is pretty sweet. So then they morphed into a darker version of themselves with Black Sabbath. The, the real story is, especially if you don't know this, uh, Tony Iommi, the guitar player, was working in a factory in Birmingham, like cutting metal or whatever they did in factories in like 1970, you know, whatever. Uh, and on his last day before he was going to quit to pursue the band full time, he chopped off the uh, two fingertips of his uh, pointer and middle finger, I think, the, the guitar player fingers. And uh, the, the guitar player, the Duke Warrior of the Lifting Dead Army, Adam Gorak, might have to correct me on that. I know, I know you're, the, you're the one. Um, <laughs> so he cut off his fingers. And instead of listening to the doctor saying, you'll never play again, 
You're not going to be able to invent heavy metal. You're not going to be able to rock the world for the next fucking five decades. He was like, yeah, I'm, I am going to do that. And he like made fingertips out of like leather and whatever the hell he could. And he had to get a um, smaller gauge string. Now, if you're a guitar player nerd, you'll know that those strings are what made the traditional like doom sound, right? So because he cut off his fingers, you get the Black Sabbath guitar tone. And if he would have never done that, arguably they would have never sounded like Black Sabbath, like nobody else, you know? They sound like they nobody else at the time and they sound like nobody else now. So that's the first song you hear on this album, the Black Sabbath, title track, Black Sabbath. Uh, that opening riff, the check Adam Gorak's uh, Instagram page for an awesome cover of that, my man. Um, that is probably my favorite Black Sabbath riff because right there in the opening three notes of that album, you literally get to witness the invention of a genre. Not even like they're just out there doing their own thing. Like they literally invented, definitely Doom, arguably invented heavy metal with those three notes. And the rest of the album, I mean, I could go on and talk. You guys know I can talk for a long time about, about individual Black Sabbath songs. Um, I'm going to spare you. I'm going to spare you that because I've done that a lot already. But every song on here is just classic. It uh, takes you back to, it puts you in that headspace, puts you in that time. Good music, I think, does that. Like truly good music can transport you to an atmosphere that it wants to. You know, it's not just like background music. Like you put on Black Sabbath, you put on The Wizard track two, man. It's like you can be in a field in England with like wizards and dragons and awesome shit. Ozzy plays the harmonica. I mean, come on. Wasp track three behind the wall of sleep basically has geezer butler featured on his bass solo into nib my name is lucifer please take my hand the classic invention of heavy metal lyrics and darkness within it's just uh everything's perfect everything's perfect on this album wicked world a bit finger sleeping village warning the last track they're like jazz symphony orchestra infused like just way crazy way ahead of their time to the point that it almost doesn't even make sense like it's like it was almost like divine intervention making this album like they summoned some dark forces and everything happened and they made this album and they'll even say like they really didn't even know what they were doing like recording this album a lot of shit was just one take they played the whole song like kind of live you know, that wasn't like they do today or have done previously in their careers that like, you know, you sit down, you make sure the riff's perfect and then the bass player comes in. And then this, like a lot of songs on this album, they just, they just played. And that's what you hear on here. It's that, that organic feel is, it's one of the greatest albums in any genre of all time. And I'll defend that to my death. And if you don't know about it, check it out. Like before you do anything else today you can stop listening to this right now if anybody live on the podcast has not listened to it i will not be mad at you if you just leave and go do that that's your that's the one excuse out of church this week is if you haven't heard this 
you can leave and go do that. Now's your time or forever hold your peace. And then we'll talk about it because it's amazing. But instead of more harping on how amazing all that is, it's just the, the story behind it is the important lesson here, right? It's like how many people when they cut off their fingers are going to stop playing guitar? Most of them, I would, I would, I would imagine. Uh, so that, that could be said for anything, you know, if you're a runner and uh, a shark bites your leg off, you're probably going to stop running. But some people don't, you know, and that is their destiny, right? Like Tony Iommi was here to invent heavy metal. And if none of these things would have happened, you would never have what that is. So especially now that we're focused on mental health and death comes lifting world over in the crypt, check it, check out the mental combat program, right? It's all about how you view things. It's all about your perception and how, how you choose to see what you have in front of you. You can choose to look at yourself as blessed. I have all the tools in the world to do exactly what I need. And I'm doing exactly what I need to do. Or you can look at everything as I need more, I don't have enough, etc. You know, you gotta take your misfortunes and uh, look at them as blessings. Look at them as an opportunity to create somebody new, something new, because there's only one of you and that's your strength, right? There's a whole lot of imitations out in the world. And you know, a whole lot of people are still trying to sound like Black Sabbath today with all the technology and everything you can do. And no doom band or metal band is as good. It's just not gonna happen because they're trying to be Black Sabbath. If you know yourself, it's hard to know yourself. And that's why we you know, preach meditation and proper self-care and fitness and all that stuff. You get in touch, you establish a better relationship with your body, which then in turn makes you establish a better relationship with yourself. And only you can give back to the world your unique gifts that you were meant to. So I'm not telling everybody to go chop off their fingers and try something new, but if you want to, that'd be kind of cool. Just make sure you tag us in it, spell our name right. You know what I'm saying. So do that. Think about that. Next time that something doesn't go right for you, say, hey, man, this might be my opportunity to invent heavy metal. Or maybe not all of us are meant to invent heavy metal or, you know, rock the world for five decades and be playing rock star or whatever, but we all have our own purpose. And if everybody fulfilled their purpose or at least worked to fulfill their purpose, we would be just an insanely more rich of a, of a world, of a society, but just everyone as people would feel better, which then would make the world a better, more awesome place. And that's what we're trying to do just a little bit here at Death Comes Lifting and just a little bit here on the Sabbath Sunday Iron Worship podcast. You know, so thanks for listening. But, you know, we're, we're into yoga now too. And they teach you in yoga, or if you read the Bhagavad Gita or any of the yoga literatures that they, um, how to deal with anxiety and, uh, you know, obviously through breathing and all, all that stuff, that all works too. And uh, anxiety is really high right now. Depression is really high right now. And they tell you, or they, I, I say they, like, I know them, like whoever wrote all that stuff, <laughs> the, uh, the, you know sages and you know all those super smart people that i 
can only try to hold a little candle to. You know, as anxiety comes from attachment. You know, you're expecting something for your work. You're expecting something in return for something. And that is you projecting thoughts and wants and needs into the future. And it's basically says, if you just focus on your work for the sake of your work, then it's going to be rewarding. It's going to be fulfilling. You're going to put your best into it and the world will repay you in whatever way it needs to. You know, this music at this time is 1970. Right. So they recorded, they started playing in like the late sixties to take it back to black Sabbath. Like music didn't sound like this. Like nobody fucking liked it. Um, they weren't thinking when they recorded this album, wow, we're going to play a stadium with this riff. And no, 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 they just wanted to, like, it was what they felt they were meant to do. They were playing bars for a long time. They had had bad deals. You know, a lot of bands make it because, you know, they had the right publicist. Black Sabbath got fucked out of so much money because they just had shitty management like their entire career. And they fought through that. And they're Black Sabbath. You can too. Do your work for the sake of your work. Do what you feel is right. Live your truth and you'll be all right. You know, we're not worried about how much money we're going to make, how many t-shirts we're going to sell, how many members we're going to get. We're just doing what we feel the need to do. And, uh, if you meditate and figure that out, that helps. And listening to Black Sabbath helps. And having an awesome community of freaks like all of you help that. So keep rocking. Keep listening to Sabbath. Keep that in mind. Once again, if you haven't heard this record, please do. And uh, yeah, hit us up. I'm going to open up the floodgates now and we can talk a little bit. And it doesn't have to be about Black Sabbath. doesn't have to be about Destiny. It can be about anything. He did not cut them off on purpose. It was an accident. But I think he might have cut them off on purpose. Now that you say that, it could be a conspiracy theory. So unmute yourselves. I'm sorry. Let, let's let's go. Let's handle it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> for sure. Did you hear, ever hear the conspiracy now that there's like a, um, pretty sure it's like, I mean, what the fuck do I know? Uh, fake video on uh, whatever YouTube or whatever about um, JFK that the driver actually shot JFK. You know, it's like a new angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know that? That might be a, there might be a video coming out of Tony Iommi like in the corner of the work. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like doing it on purpose. The devil told me to. <laughs> yeah. so you never know, man. I mean, yeah, driver, people do some crazy shit. Yeah. Did the driver kill JFK? We can talk about it. I don't know. Comment. Never going to know. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I know. That's like with all the alien docu-series stuff coming out lately. I know. It's like, all aliens. Uh-huh. Like, literally, there's a new one today I'm going to watch. Like, I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> there's part of me that loves that stuff. But there's also oh, part sure. of me that's like, it's just such a waste of time and energy. <laughs> You know, like I had to like realize that because especially when I was, you know, younger and maybe may or may not have been smoking a lot more weed, you know, like love that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, like one day it's just like, like all this, all these conspiracies, I had, I had to think like if it came out tomorrow that like all of it was true, right? Like there's going to be a news report, like this aliens built the pyramids, the Clintons have been killing kids for a million years, whatever. It's like, does that change my life? 
at all. Right. How is it? How, how is it going to affect my day to day? Like it's fucking not. So then I just yeah. totally stopped paying attention to it at all. Yeah. Not only that. I mean, I feel like now everybody lies. So I wouldn't really be surprised. <laughs> right. Right. You know. I just feel like I know aliens are real because maybe I am one. So it's like all good. You know? <laughs> We're the only things in the world that's scarier to me than the fact of there being aliens. Yeah, like the whole entire universe with millions of galaxies and we're the only ones. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like, that's that's true, sense. that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plants, aliens, Joe Smith, you can ask your wife. I've got pictures of some plants that look like aliens, so. <laughs> I, bet I mean. They, they say plants have like, you know, feelings and personalities and shit. You know, if you're real, if you're real down and, and into them. We have one, and I have no idea what it, it is named, but I walked into the house one day, and there was just this terrible smell. And it, had, it was a plant that had bloomed, and it really looked like an alien sucker because it was, like, super wide, but it smelled like death. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know. Yeah, it looked like it could have been something out of a Ridley Scott movie. I mean, they were here first, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> you never know. You ever, yeah. you ever hear like uh, I guess it's a, a joke or an argument or whatever against veganism. It's like I'm not a vegan because I love animals. I'm a vegan because I hate plants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. I hate them so much. Yeah, hate the way that they taste. I hate the. <laughs> just want to get rid of them. I love mowing the grass. Because I know that the smell that comes from mowing the grass is the grass releasing pheromones trying to warn the other grass that danger is coming. Makes me happy. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. That's badass, <laughs> dude. I didn't know that. I like the smell of grass. Is that weird? Oh, no, I love it. It's great. Oh, One yeah. of my favorite, uh, do you know those Birdie Bots Jelly Belly Jelly Beans that they made the Harry Potter ones that oh, taste like oh. weird shit? Yeah. They had a cut grass flavored jelly bean and I love it. <laughs> That's awesome too. <laughs> You're a strange cat, Joe Smith, and I love you for it, bro. That's okay. I wouldn't want to be any other way. <laughs> Adam, you're you're a vegan too, right? Nah, not anymore. You were though. I was, then I went pescatarian. Okay. And then that lasted for a year, then went back to eating chicken again. But you don't eat red meat? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm 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 ex I'm gonna experiment. I'm, I'm doing like a I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I want to talk to you guys because I really don't know what I'm doing. The more that uh, I'm in, I, I'm I like paradoxes. You know what I mean? Like I like I wanted to try to be like a like a carnivore yogi. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it, it, it like doesn't make sense because like in, in yoga it's all like you know vegetarian vegan because not for even health reasons just for like on a deeper level right like you don't want they don't want to ingest like bad karma or like suffering or like and like shit like that so even if it's technically healthier to eat like meat and stuff they don't because they you know it's all a path and uh you know being trained like that but i'm like the only person in my yoga circles that is like a meathead so I'm trying to uh, balance balance it out, like maybe having one vegan meal a day and seeing how that goes. And then like, you know, so 
what are your recommendations? What do you like be for like protein and all that, and all that stuff? Like what, what have you guys done? What do you do? I want to talk to you about that a little bit. Um, uh, oh yeah. I mean, I could go on for a while on this, but first of all, there's, there's, the, there's a little caveat. I'm allergic and then I'm not trying to make this all about me. Cause I know there's, there's people out there too, that, that struggle with this. I'm allergic to uh, legumes. So mm. I can't eat Ooh. chickpeas, peanuts, peanut butter, any of that shit. So wow, I know, and soy I get funky too. So I like don't I don't do well with like uh, like all those vegan protein powders or like pea protein, and yeah. I'm allergic to that shit. So like wow. it, it makes it like way hard, way hard for me. I would say almost impossible. <laughs> okay, sweet. Because I I mean really that's I. I was just going to say chickpeas are your friends. They're like the most powerful, like, uh, cause I've been doing a lot of experimenting with chickpea flour okay. and it's a sneaky way of throwing some protein in food that would otherwise, you know, not necessarily be there. Okay. You wanted to do like a breading on eggplant. Like I did last night doing it with chickpea flour. The stuff is loaded with protein uh, good carbohydrates uh, and it's just super powerful and it takes you know like you only need like five minutes to warm up a can of chickpeas like you know worrying about internal temperatures and making sure that the food is is cooked to a certain uh you know safe temperature and it's not i mean sure you should but like it's less likely you'll get sick if you eat undercooked chickpeas than if you eat undercooked chicken I drink raw eggs like Rocky, bro. I'm not worried about that shit. Whoa. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Prove it. I'm I'll do a video. I'll do, I'll do a video for everybody. Death comes lifting Rocky uh, spoof or something. That's funny. I don't know. What do you think, Mohawk? I know you're not vegan. Um, yeah, I am not vegan by any means. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you guys probably see on my on my stories on Instagram, like the big fucking steak I had last night. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that looks so good. I wanted to comment. I saw that at like five in the morning today. I was like, Damn. oh, it was amazing. But <laughs> like, honestly, though, what I've done was because I am I'm not allergic to anything, um, but I am minimizing how much meat I do eat in a week because I do realize that sometimes it just fucks with my stomach. Um, if I eat too much of it and, and that just goes for anything, just meat as is. And I've gone to the doctor and they were like, that's just what happens. You're not allergic. It's not a bad thing. You know, just be mindful. And, um, but I do tend to eat more vegetables, you know, like a a vegetarian vegan style anyway. Um, but my thing is, is like, I kind of found like this, I have to look, I don't think it has any legumes in it or anything like that, but collagen peptides they have about you know 10 to 15 grams of protein per serving and if i'm not hitting my protein i'll just dump that in some tea yeah yeah i'm on to that too that's yeah my secret weapon is the collagen yeah and you know you can double scoop it's really not one of those things that you can overdose on so yeah Uh, yeah that's true because i did i found myself eating like you know we were trained to eat like bodybuilders so sometimes i just like at the end of the day i'm like damn i just eat like like a lot of a lot of living animals today. <laughs> you know yeah. i mean it just yeah. it just seems like a lot you know so i'm yeah, just trying exactly. to balance it out like trying to find a like stable balance and i know there's a you know people yeah. message me and uh, death comes with me all the time about nutrition and balancing like a like a vegan lifestyle with with weightlifting it's, it's uh 
it's I think a constant a constant battle that we go through. Absolutely. And like the thing is is like you really just have to be in tune with your own body and know what works for you best. And because like I've talked to my doctor about it and I'm just like you know, like, should I be going towards more vegan and vegetarian options because I lift and do all this stuff? And he's like, well, do you feel like shit when you lift, when you eat meat? And I was like, no. And he's like, then you're fine, you know? Yeah, he's sometimes like, it's I'm, that simple, huh? You just gotta like- Yeah, if you feel like it. shit, maybe you shouldn't eat it. Right, right. You know, and that's, that's the of, difference. I'm a big fan of hemp seeds. Yeah, me too. Yeah, sprinkle those on some stuff. Adam, yeah. the super chef, what you got for us, man? Do you have like a powerful like vegan protein like shake or like dish or something? <laughs> I do take um, plant-based uh, supplements though, like yeah. protein powder and stuff. I just find that it's a little bit more easy to digest through than right. normal whey protein powder. Yeah, I I don't do dairy as is because um, not that I don't think I'm like lactose intolerant. Like I think I could totally do it. I believe me, I've eaten my fair share of pizza. I just don't feel, I, I feel better when I don't eat it, just objectively. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that way. So I, I don't do the whey protein powder either, just for that reason. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I usually take like plant-based protein. Um, I do eat the Think Bars, which are whey protein, but those don't seem to have any negative effects on me. But those are also like if I'm at work and I just need a snack or something like that, it's not like a huge part of my diet. I was, uh, when I was trying to bulk up back at, back in the day, being a, being a skinny kid and eating like a bodybuilder, I ate like, I just in a, just way too many protein shakes. I think like way yeah. too much protein and casein powder too. Like, you know, you eat casein before you go to bed and that shit just like blocks up your stomach and your intestines. And I used to eat yeah. that with like a bowl of Greek yogurt, like a, like a half yeah. of Greek yogurt. Just, yeah. That's like I, a brick. And I, yeah, yeah. like, like talking about it now, I kind of want to throw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did one of I did kind of the same thing like two years ago I did like my first like bulk for a couple months and uh I did like those really terrible like meal replacement like or uh weight gainer uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. disgusting uh, man yeah, they're, they're so terrible. gross and I worked at the gym when I did that so I was like drinking that as I was teaching people I'm like I literally want to die right now <laughs> That, that's gangster of you to do that though you don't hear too many chicks going off bulks and drinking oh i mean i gained 14 pounds so it did something that's why we love you man keep it up it was tough not gonna lie I love it. you you look like the one person out of all of us that would be a vegan and you're the total opposite I love yeah <laughs> it's funny i get that a lot too <laughs> They're like, you know, not trying to stereotype, but you seem like a vegan. So, like, I get all these messages, and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I love that about you. That's so good. Yeah. Hey, well, it's all balance. Everything at the end of the day, it always comes yeah. back to balance, moderation. But, you know, if you're trying to be a bodybuilder or anything like that or trying to reach a top level, then moderation, like, doesn't really exist. But the reality is most people are not trying to do that, so we should all try to be yeah. and healthy. That's what, I was, that's what the kick I've been on. Just wanted to see what your guys' opinions are as professional fitness people like you and professional vegans like Joe Smith. Hey. Uh, but speaking of uh, just food in general, how does everybody feel about fast food? Let's talk about I, it. I have been doing a lot of just studying and uh, watching videos, getting ready for a race and everything. And I'm watching all these like 
top tier, quote unquote, healthiest, most fittest people in the world and going and getting snacks. And they're just like smashing McDonald's and smashing Taco Bell. Like, I don't eat fast food. It's it's not, I just haven't for a really, really long time. I just gave it up because it's like, I, this can't be good for me. Like, it's terrible for you, I would imagine, man. Right. But then you see these guys, like I said, who are considered some of the best athletes, endurance athletes in the world, and that's just like their snack. They're like, I guess I'm just going to eat five cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Well, there's probably a little bit, like, a couple things to that, I would think, is one, if you're, like, at that level, you're a genetic freak straight up. Right, so you can get away with eating basically whatever the fuck you want in, in a lot of in a lot of respects. Like saying like Michael Phelps, you know, his diet mm-hmm. has notably been like pizza and McDonald's and everything. So there's that. And just the amount of calories that they need for like training and all that stuff, like it's probably easier for them to get all those calories from like a shitty source like that because it's like, you know, try getting six thousand calories from steak and potatoes and like broccoli. Like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna shit your pants and puke before you, you get <laughs> like, seriously, like, you know, or you can eat like a couple McDoubles and probably feel better in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's it's healthy. Yeah, there was actually a kid that I went to high school with who started like bodybuilding and stuff, and like he, you know, he stopped now. But like when we graduated and everything, everybody's like, oh, like this kid's gonna get huge, blah blah blah, and he's eating like two meals a day of just fast food just to hit the calories that he needed yeah and it was nuts and he's like he I hated it. it wasn't good but i had to hit the calories yeah yeah it's the meathead bulk but, you know that's, yeah. that's that's what kind of what they teach you i wish i wish i i did that a lot back in the day i mean i'm not like fast food but just like cheat meals i'd eat like <laughs> work out like a pint of ben and jerry's and like <laughs> you know all that that's stuff. what they call it dirty bulking yeah dirty bulking yeah. I feel like that's cool when you're younger, but then uh, it, at a certain point, it doesn't serve you unless yeah. you're like a genetic freak, top of the top of the world, you know. Um, yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I still get McDonald's fries, <laughs> like every once in blue moon, yeah, but man. like I'm not a fast food either eater either, um, and I didn't really realize how much I wasn't a fast food eater until I hear everybody else in my life like. Oh yeah, we went to McDonald's, we went to Burger King, we went to Taco Bell and Chipotle this week. And I'm like, in the same fucking week? <laughs> yeah, man, people are nuts. It's great. Well, wait, it's you're like health crazy. conscious, you, you, you like tend to associate with people that are also, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, and I don't even think of shit like that. And I'm like, what I, you know, what I do is obviously like normal to me. So when I hear it, I'm just like, you ate that all in the same week, I would die. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the standard American diet. That's normal, you know, that's what's crazy. Absolutely. It's crazy yeah. to me. We were just talking about this uh, on the podcast yesterday. How you know gyms were closed for so long, but like if you go through and see a line at Chick Fil A, you have to wait like thirty five minutes to get like Chick Fil A. It's no like thanks. we're so fucking backwards in this world because yep. you know it's terrible. Yeah, where I live, there's like one literal like quote fast or uh, health food store, just one in the whole town. Yeah, I believe it, man. And I'm in, like, New Jersey. Like, we have everything. Like, every fucking thing. But we have a White Castle two miles down from another White Castle. And a McDonald's across from a Taco Bell. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> you guys gave the world the misfits, so we can't, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Let's get down to business, though. Adam, how is fast food in Australia? 
Fast food. Yeah, I'm interested. No. What's fast food like? Is it different? Is it the same? Do you know if there it's, is? I, I'm I'm guessing it's similar to you guys. We we do have a Taco Bell in Australia now. That's bad. I'd like one Taco Bell in Australia. Or just <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's. Sick. I think so. I'm not too sure. I, I was supposed to go there like a couple. You're not of weeks missing ago, anything. I'm it's, going. it's terrible. I think. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that you would enjoy it. <laughs> but. But if you, you go to the one talk about in Australia, please wear your Death Comes Lifting shirt. Please take a picture. I will. I will take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a drive-through? Do they have drive-through food? <laughs> yeah. We, we got, um, I don't know, like your uh, Maccas over there. We we have a McDonald's here like 24-7. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how that, right. But I... I stay away from all that shit. So. Yeah, man, you're you're way too Dwayne the Rock Johnson esque for all that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but I just feel like the fast food industry trying to get into veganism and vegetarian is so ass backwards to me. Well, yeah, yeah. I I know it's just marketing, but you know they want to get everybody in on it. But it's just like, what is that? It's just paste. <laughs> like, well, and they. They end up cooking this the vegan and vegetarian food on the same grills that they're making all of the other foods. So honestly, yep. at that point, it doesn't even matter. Yep, it's in the same freezer or the fridge. It's all around each other. I think there was a McDonald's that actually got closed down by me because of that, because they weren't following the rules of keeping things separate. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. right? Like, like, who would have thought? It's obviously, I mean, anybody that thinks that they give a fuck about our health is just... <laughs> totally disillusioned but you know a lot of people think you know the standard american conception you know if it's vegan or, or vegetarian oh that's healthier or like a lot of people think anything they buy at whole foods is healthy yep just a little bit a little bit more real nutrition education in the world i think yeah yeah you're uh, if your vegan food is frozen and the ingredients are this long i highly doubt that that's actually healthy right and like you know and that's beyond, the thing that people miss like what do you guys think about those like beyond meat burgers like joe do you do you do those no uh, right. uh, yeah i mean i would i would much rather like throw together a black bean burger at home with black beans and oatmeal and flax eggs and instead of getting something that's just created by science they literally created this stuff to like they isolated a plant protein the globin that exists in soy it gives the same color of red where humans get their globin like for to make their and they made it so these burgers could bleed like because they wanted it to be more like meat and like sometimes i work in a restaurant or i work in catering so i'm around meat all the time and i have to cook with it and sometimes just preparing all this stuff and looking at it it, it turns my stomach a little bit so why would i even want a burger that's not meat to be like meat I don't know that that blows my mind that that's right. I want to see my burger bleed before I eat it. That's fucked up. <laughs> like, and like anything and with an ingredients list like that, like you yeah. can't convince me that, that that's healthier than a steak. Right. right. And like not only that, but it's just like where is their actual like thinking process? Like what's most important for that product then? You know, to make it look like real meat or the fact that it's actually nutritious? Like wants to sell it. 
because so the food industry is fucking creepy. They're salesmen, they're magicians, you know. Yep. They disillusion a lot of people. It w- it could be cool, like if the if that was like a ploy to like, you know, get like a foot in the door. Like if you're going from McDonald's and Taco Bell every day to Beyond Meat Burgers, and then eventually maybe salads and stuff. Like okay, yeah. like if that's a transition and that's what people need to do, okay. But that's not what they're trying to do. You know? It's just like, hey, you know, this thing looks like meat. That means it's good for you. And you can also be healthier by eating the vegan or vegetarian option. But in in retrospect, it's literally the same or worse. Right. Oh, it's, it's stupid. I hate it all. I hate it all. <laughs> just, just eat real food, listen to real music, and everybody's everybody's good. Yep, basically. You guys... You guys rock, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. This is honestly, I, I know I say it all the time, but this is the, my favorite thing I do all week. This is this is great. Sabbath Sunday is awesome. Any of you out there listening, listen to the first Black Sabbath album today. Drink some coffee, lift some weights, eat some real food. None of that beyond meat. None of that Taco Bell. Even if you're in Australia, even if there's a fun Taco Bell. Stay away from that. Stay away from that. Adam Borak will find you. And, he'll, he'll push you and lay the smack down on your ass. Lay the <laughs> yes. That's going to be the tagline for this episode, just so you know. Adam Borak's going to lay the smack down on your ass. All right, my friends. Well, I'll talk to you guys next week, man. I'm going to sign off. I got it. Yeah, fist bump through the... Yeah. My right, Adam. I got you. I'm not leaving you. Hey, Adam's going to bed. Yeah, he's going to sleep now. It's almost 1.30 here now, guys. We got cool shit coming up. Hopefully a video. It'll be fun. So uh, Sweet. looking forward to a lot. Thank you guys as always. Thank you. See ya. Thank you. Namaste. Hey guys. Much love. Much love. <laughs> See ya.